pause to consider. The podcast where you put your busy day on pause to consider spiritual encouragement and wisdom on your walk towards God's kingdom. Thanks for joining me. I am Sam Taylor, here to get you thinking about the Word of God. As it gets colder in the Northern Hemisphere, I'm reminded of how much I love tea. Tea is one of those simple comforts that feels like a hug in liquid form. Though there is one thing I enjoy almost as much as a cup of tea, and that's a good mug to drink it with. And if I had to guess, I'd say you probably have a favorite mug yourself. Now I want you to imagine how you'd feel if you were holding on to your mug only to have it slip from your hands and break on the floor. Most likely, you'd probably feel sadness and some frustration as you swept up the broken fragments and threw the whole thing away. But what if that wasn't the end of the story for your favorite cup? What if that moment didn't mark the end of its use but instead served as a notable event in its well-worn and well-loved history. That's where kintsugi comes in. Kintsugi is a Japanese art where broken pottery is mended back together with lacquer mixed with powdered gold or silver. The repaired pottery typically has streaks of gold or silver throughout, which makes it more beautiful and more original than it was at first. Instead of hiding damage, the art of kintsugi treats an item's imperfections and fractures as something to embrace and appreciate as part of its history. While I like to think I'm a little more than a vessel for holding tea, I have to admit that I have more in common with mugs and pottery than at first glance. Just as pottery is made from clay that comes from the ground, you and I are descended from Adam, who was created by God from the dust of the earth. Where water is added to make the clay malleable in the potter's hands, it's the water of God's word entering our hearts that enables God, the great potter, to work in our lives. And as the mugs we use for drinking tea are designed to contain hot beverages and to drink from them safely, we too are designed for a purpose. The Apostle Paul wrote about this in 2 Corinthians 4, verses 6 through 10, where he said, For God, who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. Each of us are vessels designed by the Father to contain his character and Christ's sacrifice within ourselves so that we can pour it out for others. Yet we aren't perfect vessels. 
You see, Paul compared us in 2 Corinthians to jars of clay. That clay is a symbol of flawed human nature that we all bear. With the weakness of the flesh, combined with internal shortcomings and external pressures, fractures can emerge in our vessels. But our Heavenly Father doesn't discard us when we break like so many throw away a broken cup. Psalm 147 verse 3 tells us how He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. When we turn to God and show Him how the challenges of this life have broken us, we give Him a chance to display His power in our lives. King David, in reflecting on the shortcomings in his life that left him broken, reflects on this in Psalm 51, verses 10 through 17, which says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Rejoice to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. For you will not delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. The art of Kintsugi teaches us that being broken doesn't signify an end of our usefulness. When we stumble and feel broken in our lives, that doesn't cause God to see us as worthless. And just as pottery repaired with lacquer mixed with that powdered gold leaves that distinctive mark on it, God leaves an unmistakable mark on our hearts when we turn to him that we might be healed. And it seems fitting that the lacquer used in Kintsugi is mixed with powdered gold, as it's a reminder of gold significance in Scripture. It's a symbol of tried faith, and it's a symbol of future immortality. This is the hope we need to cling to when we're in the depths of despair. If we allow God to be present and working in our lives, the areas in our lives in which we're weakest can become strong through His abundant grace. Where society or social media seem to tell us how we should mask our flaws and hide what makes us broken, God challenges us to do the exact opposite. God wants us to embrace our brokenness so his character can shine through the cracks. So next time you're talking with your friends and loved ones about how you're doing, well, challenge yourself to be open with your struggles and your shortcomings. Show off the cracks in your life where God has put you back together. By doing so, you not only proclaim God's work in your life, but you give others an opportunity to see that being broken and flawed doesn't make them useless. It gives them a chance to be put back together by God, the great potter. And whether your vessel has little spider webs of gold throughout from being shattered into a million pieces, or if it has one bold line straight down the middle from being cracked. God is able to mend your heart 
and allow your story to continue. And if we endure those fractures and moments of weakness in our lives to faithfully serve God, He will change our vessels from jars of clay to gold that will never rust or decay, allowing us to be alive forever to praise Him for all He's done for us. And to close, I can think of nothing more fitting than Paul's recollection of praying to the Lord about the thorn in his flesh in 2 Corinthians 12, verses 9 and 10. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly in my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I want to thank you for joining me for another episode here on Pause to Consider. If you enjoyed this devotion, I hope you get to share it with your friends and your loved ones. If you have questions or feedback, I'd love to hear it. You can email me at pausetoconsiderpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also reach me on my Facebook and Instagram pages. But above everything else, I hope this devotion was helpful for you. And I pray that God will be with you until we meet again. Whether it's in our next devotion or in God's kingdom. God bless. Thank you for listening to Pause to Consider. I'm Levi, and I wanted to be sure you've heard about a few other podcasts in the WCF network. I am actually one of the co-hosts on a show called A Little Faith, where we explore faith breakdowns and buildups with different people who have very powerful stories to tell. That's A Little Faith. Tom and Naomi are exploring how we interact in our ecclesial relationships in From the Platform. It's a very in-depth series that is incredibly helpful for understanding and developing compassion and better listening practices. You can find both of those wherever you get your podcasts or our website, wcfoundation.org slash podcasts. Have a great week.